recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, at Undercity Comics. Keeping Up with the Nerds presents issue 116. My name is Renee. This is Brian. I'm Nick. And welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> that, was Woo! that was good. Yeah. Nick. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Thanks, man. Thanks. Feels really good to be here. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Nah, Nick he's actually, actually, he's, he's crashing in there. Look, the audio... Yeah, yeah. The way, yeah. The there forward. we go. Yeah. There we, maybe that's, it's that's, this mic. That's his la- that would be his levels, yeah. Wow. Maybe, maybe it's it's maybe it's the mic. Maybe I don't know. Sometimes Nick talks way too close to the mic, and it's like super loud. Other times it's like super far away, and it's like Nick, get close to the mic. Adam, thank you so much for joining the yeah, show thank today. Thank you dude. for thank filling in for Nick. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, he uh, unfortunately recorded last week, did well, then died the next day. He's doing well though. That's two members that, of Keeping Up with the Nerds that have died this year. <laughs> Wait, who was the first one? I think Renee? it was me. Because I got COVID. Oh, that's right. Should we tell what happened to Nick or should we do one? I mean, he, he got sick. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. He's doing well. It's fine. He's not mm-hmm. dead. No, no. No, he's doing fine. He's just being, he just needs uh, some time to recoup. being a little baby. He's taking you know, home <laughs> rest and whatnot, but he'll be like, back oh, next week. Goblin Jr. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Guys, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Nerds, issue 116. Yeah. Don't forget, if you're listening to us on the audio version of this podcast, head over to YouTube at Keeping Up with the Nerds so you guys can see us visually in the video portion of that podcast. Also on there, Our Real Addiction, Adam's movie podcast with Miguel. Uh, those go up every Thursday at yes. 11. Yeah. Every Thursday. <laughs> For the most 11. part. For the most part. <laughs> you got to get on schedule. <laughs> Just need to double check your work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thursdays at 11. They go up. We re-release. at 1130. We, we did a re-release. We're trying to get more views. Wait, on you like James Cameron right now? <laughs> do it, dude. <laughs> Follow our socials at Keeping Up With The Nerds on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our Real Addiction also on Twitter and Instagram. No Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we have a Facebook very inactive. Okay, so just yeah. Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then go check out our website at keepingupwiththenerds.com. It hasn't been updated in quite a while because we've been busy, but it'll be up there soon enough. Thank yeah. you guys for all the support. 126 subs on YouTube. Wow. Which Crazy. is good. 219 yeah. followers on Instagram. We're growing. So we're averaging out reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know, guys, down below in the comment sections if you guys are watching us or email us or comment on their posts yeah. on Instagram or Again, anywhere. Let, let us know, know what you guys think. Let us know if you guys like the skits because it's, it, you know, we're, we keep doing them because no one said anything. <laughs> so, like, and people feedback. like them. Yeah. People Any like them. Feedback. I've gotten some good feedback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've gotten some good feedback on some of them. So they're pretty good. <laughs> the anime one has been so far my favorite. Yeah. You know what? I personally it's like that one. pretty freaking great. Yeah. Issue one. <laughs> but it's funny how the one with me twerking, that's the one that did pretty well. <laughs> you know, hey, like, man. You know what? Sex sells. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it does. Sex sells, but I love, I love the sex. Come on, man. Sex, but I love the edit on the anime bit. Yeah, oh, the whole anime. I love that whole edit you did. It's hard work, but I hope that people that actually watch it enjoy it. And if they don't, let us know. Yeah, they will. We'll take any any form of criticism. The right people will appreciate it. Thank you. That's a good way of looking at it. Unless it's about you getting annoyed by how we eat and talk on the podcast. I won't stand for that. <laughs> That's it. That's let it. me be. There's let me my be line. Me. Let me be me. Because you're not letting me be me, which is a, a big boy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've got a good show today. Yes, we've got Andor. The big topic finally comes out on Disney Plus. The three episodes running about an average of 35 to 40 minutes mm-hmm. per episode. Right, big big reveal for them right now. Uh, we also have got. Well, we'll go kind of lightly on this. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Six got leaked. If you guys are into video games, we'll briefly touch on that. It's not that big of a topic, yeah. but it is interesting. 
because Rockstar Games, being Rockstar, has released Grand Theft Auto Five how many times at this point, Adam? I think like four or five times. Four or five times, yeah. and still make millions and I think whenever a new console comes out, it's just like, oh, here's the here's started, the PS Seven. Hey, remember version. that game that came out when I was still in high school? Yeah. It's yeah. being re released. So six, you know, the James Cameron of video games. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she Hulk watch as well, uh, but. Should we start with comic strips first? We got some yeah. pretty good ones. So it's back. Ladies and gentlemen, comic strips is back. We didn't talk about it last week because last week was pretty heavy. We had a lot yeah. to talk about. Yeah. Um, issue 115 was jam-packed with a lot of stuff. Uh, we talked cyberpunk. We talked about the conventions. We did She-Hulk Watch. Mm-hmm. I forget what other thing we did. Mm-hmm. It's a great episode. Go check it out. Issue 115. But 116, we're back with comic strips. Are we ready to start this? Go for it. All right. Absolutely. Here we go. Who here watches Twitch? No one? Eh. Eh. People still watch Twitch? People still watch Twitch. Twitch announces this week after some good publicity, Mm -hmm. right? Keep in mind, Twitch had this massive controversy. Streamers were pointing fingers left and right, accusing one another of different things. There's this whole giant mess that was going on. Everyone Mm -hmm. was fighting, right? Mm -hmm. Twitch announces they're banning gambling. Ooh. Right, like you can't, like you can't gamble, like games that have that on there. Mm -hmm. Huh? But they're allowing, like you know. Loot crates. They're still allowing sports gambling, I believe. Things that are legal here in the states essentially is okay, okay for them. But they're banning gambling, which is a massive issue for a lot of people on Twitch because it influenced a lot of the kids, a lot of people that were able to gamble, yeah. caused a lot of problems. Good PR stunt. Days afterwards, probably about a day or two, they come out with something else. Yeah. Normally speaking, a streamer gets a revenue of 70-30%. Streamers get 70% of the sub revenue. Twitch gets 30%. They announced earlier this week that they're going to be changing that starting next June in 2023 to a 50-50 split. So now the big streamers are no longer going to be able to get that 70-30 split that they do with their subs. Keep in mind, some of the big ones end up getting like tens of thousands of subs. At $5 a pop, dude, they're making billions of dollars every single month. They're no longer going to be getting that 70-30 split. Now they're doing 50-50. It's causing a lot of different problems, and most people are assuming that YouTube is going to pick Basically, they're going to be taking in a lot of streamers within the coming months. So it's interesting. Anything on that? Yeah. What? Yeah. I the the seventy thirty that taking away that from essentially a streamer. I understand like they have essentially an e. I don't want to say a quote unquote easy job, but they're sitting there accumulating money. They are. Yeah. It's I a- understand. I think after a certain gap. Or a certain amount of money reached, maybe then it goes to like 50-50. So I will say this, okay? I'm not a streamer. Mm-hmm. I can't put in my word on this and say like, you know what? Just suck it up. Make revenue yeah. somewhere else. These guys are still making revenue off of ads. They're still making revenue off of like brand separate deals, deals brand yeah. deals, things like mm-hmm. that, right? But it does go to show, especially for people like us, right? Smaller content creators that these businesses that we're putting our content on – they're owned by giant corporations that need to make money somehow. Yeah. To them, it doesn't matter. If we're not making any money and we're spending hundreds of dollars on equipment and time basically producing this kind of content, we're putting it on their site. They yeah. have the right to essentially do whatever it is that they want. Yeah. They could even say like us, right, for keeping up with the nerds. If we get monetized at some point and they say, you know what, you're too small. We're only giving you 20% of what you make. Mm-hmm. That's their choice. Yeah. It only goes to show that these small companies, small content creators like us, we have to think of different revenue sources. That's why you have a lot of content creators pushing their own merches, their own you know shirts, their mm-hmm. own designs, their own stickers, things like that. Mm-hmm. We got to be careful for that as well. 
yeah. seeing as how we're going to be growing and everything, we yeah. have to be aware of how all that we stuff. are growing. Exactly. So it just kind of comes to mind. Basically, at any point, yeah. things could be taken out. Twitch might not even take this back. They might stick fifty fifty. They might be. write it That's out. True. Could yeah. be. I mean, it's very like a. It's. We'll see because remember when like OnlyFans put out the statement like, "Hey, only friends." Yeah, only excuse me, only friends. They only put out the, the statement only like, "Hey." <laughs> Only pants. Only pants. You can't do the X content anymore. And then all of a sudden they, they kind of retracted revert. it yeah. because they realized how much money they were going to lose. Right. So <laughs> like, any business will make its moves mm-hmm. if they notice that the money drops. Yeah. yeah. And Twitch right now has no direct competitor. Even YouTube gaming is not a direct competitor not right now. Not at all. No. Not at all. So years, years behind. Exactly. Yeah. So same thing with like Facebook Live as well too. Facebook Live's yeah. a joke. The only big streamer they have right there that I watch is Z Laner. He's mm-hmm. an optic uh, gaming mm-hmm. uh, creator. Yeah. Plays a lot of Call of Duty Warzone, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Other than that, I'm not super familiar with Facebook gaming. I don't even use Facebook as much anymore. That's in the water. Mm-hmm. Moving on to other things. COD Modern Warfare 2 beta just released this week with. Somewhat positive reviews, some negative, some positive. I've seen gameplay of it. As always, every single year, I always look at it and go like, I should probably get the new console because I really want to play Call of Duty. Then I play it for like two weeks and that's it. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's kind of how Call of Duty is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's somewhat-ish positive reviews, kind of. So interesting little bit right there. Cloverfield movie announced. A new Cloverfield movie. It's going to be produced by Abrams. Uh, directed by, and I'm sorry if I butcher this name, Babak Anvakri or Ankari, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be written by Joe Barton. See, I don't or know. Burton. The thing is, is that mo- the Cloverfield movies moving forward don't feel like they're planned out Cloverfield movies. They feel like they just is a movie that Abrams was able to take and just throw his Cloverfield world on it. Yeah. You know, like that's like, was it Cloverfield Lane? Like, it didn't feel like a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, until it was a end. good movie until the end. Until yeah. the end, and they teased that monster. Yeah, that went nowhere. But even <laughs> Ten <laughs> yeah. Cloverfield Lane, not Ten Cloverfield Lane, uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Paradox yeah. yeah, that one was okay. I didn't really like it. Yeah, but it felt like a forced connection because it was really trying to connect to the first part. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. The they were trying to like time it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it happened at the same time. Like the first movie happened and stuff like that. The concept of the paradox was really, really good. Yeah. Execution wasn't all that great. Yeah. Especially they, the ending where it's like they have like the monster at the end. And I'm like, yeah. why would that monster be that so tall? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, puts its head out of the stratosphere. And just like, <sighs> I want this new Cloverfield movie mm-hmm. to be the way it filmed the original way. Oh, oh found footage? Found footage. That'd yeah. be sick. And yeah. I wish they'd do like another point of view of that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would be interesting, or just a direct sequel. Like, what happened after? Yeah, there's a survivor, or they attack a different part of the world, or something like that. Like, something Uh, interesting, because that's the thing, is we only know about the New York incident, and Paradox didn't explain anything else besides some weird science fiction crap that, at the end, didn't make any sense. Dude, I saw that movie in theaters, like, four or five times. Paradox? No, uh, the original Cloverfield. Oh, Oh, the original Cloverfield? Yeah, I was in, like, fifth grade. My mom was dropping me off to go see that movie. I saw it once it released on uh, DVD or something like that. That. Yeah, it was yeah. like it, someone yeah. had it on like their phone and I watched it then. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah I it watched it. That one and um, what was it? Paranormal Activity. Oh, Paranormal I couldn't activity. do that one. Uh-uh. I, I got I forced too young. into that one. Oh, really? I, got, I was too I young for that. So my ex was like, hey, we should go watch a movie. And she said we were going to go watch. I forget what other movie was like out that day that she wanted to go watch. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, we should watch the, the second Paranormal Activity. Yeah. <sighs> 
so I was forced into it. It wasn't so, as bad. I, I, I remember seeing Paranormal, Paranormal Activity because my dad had a buddy at work that would uh, bootleg movies. and But the thing was is that um, apparently in the Paranormal Activity movie release, uh-huh. upon like if it was to be leaked, they had four different endings. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. And so I think wow. I got the ending where uh, the girl gets shot by the police. Yeah. And we thought that was the real ending. And then I remember I went to, like, years later, I went to a buddy's house. He's like, oh, yeah, I have paranormal activity. You want to watch it? I'm like, I haven't seen it in a while and stuff like that. And then it was the one that was the true ending where it was the DVD release he had. And we watched it. And it was the one where she, like, eats Micah or something yeah. like that. And hey, then, like. So they had four different there was four in, different endings. In theaters? Yeah. No, no, no. 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 And, like, oh. if it was to get leaked, they were already prepared for. Like they had four different movies with four different endings. Yeah, it's yeah. a complicated bit because you could rip the DVD off a of file, yeah, essentially, oh, okay, okay, and right. that's what was being released. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or you can go into a theater and film it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like a you know that's like yeah. a try hard bootleg version of it. Yeah, but if so you ripped it off, back the file, when, that when it comes, thing, that's yeah. the thing. When when it came to that, the there was only a few set of people that had the true ending. Uh-huh. And then below them, there was another set of people that had a different ending. Interesting. So that way you can track where it got leaked. Yeah. Wow. And Paranormal yeah. Activity wasn't that hard of a, fi- a movie to film. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, you know, they could do that easily. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion mm-hmm. crosses the $1 billion worldwide I saw that mark, actually. Joining the likes of Jurassic Park. Jurassic World. Mind you, that movie's already available to watch on Peacock. And Jurassic Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. So that's interesting. Are you happy, dude? Don't yeah, be happy. You didn't even li- you didn't even like that movie. Yeah, man. What a liar, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> You're going like, hey, it was good. No, it was <laughs> good. I watched a person react. Was it dumb? Was it a dumb uh, ending? Yes. But was it good? Yes. There was Lotus. In the movie, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it doesn't. doesn't make sense. But that's it was good. The threat. Hey, sometimes that's the threat. you sacrifice the plot for fan service, and not, this is one of those films. Not the dinosaurs, but it was Lotus. And they that gave was, it. That was the huge threat on the world. True, Lotus. but they gave us the iconic logo in the film. Oh my god! So I'll probably watch this if all those movies are on Peacock. It's on Peacock. You haven't seen it yet? No, no the new one. Uh, oh. The new one's on Peacock. Can you lower his gain real quick? I feel it's, like it's, it's a little hot. A little, a little hot. You're a little hot today, dude. It's Nick's mic. I'm telling you. <laughs> It's not me. It's something in the air. (laughs) Um, This piece of information was actually brought to us by Adam coming in with some news. James Earl Jones is officially stepping down. If you're wrong, we have to discredit you. Yeah, we do. This is coming from you. (laughs) Multiple people are. Okay, I'm just saying that you brought this to here. So if people listen to this and they're using this as a reliable source, they got to go to you. Well, I got a source. Okay, so James Earl Jones is stepping down as the voice of Vader. No. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> in the arms of Earl, James Earl Jones. <laughs> arms of Vader. There you go. What arms, dude? They're both robotic. Here we hug him. Do you have the source, or should I go yeah. on with the next piece? Yeah, I can. Uh, okay, so this source. is coming from the uh, Disney Insider. Uh, they're just who I'm discredited. Yeah, discreditable. Okay, fine. <laughs> just kidding. You know, I'm I, kidding. I can choose one from the next five sources if you'd like. Okay, oh, what's okay. the other one? All right, give me, let me go back really quick. <laughs> All right, the comic book report. Discredible. Discredible. Are you okay? You want me to keep one? Yeah. Yeah. 
We want to hear all, all right. these resources. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming Yo. from the direct.com. Don't know. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Maybe. I don't know. I have to see the site. Is it a legit site? <laughs> it is. Oh, <laughs> shit, I got a virus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to be in incognito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How <did> you know? <laughs> it's right Point there. is. Uh, Actually, clip that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, hold we on, believe on, you. We believe you. I got to move on because we're Dude. hitting that 20-minute mark. All right. Uh, a paper published uh, paper published in Nature Astronomy. Mm-hmm. So this is science stuff that we're reporting. All right. <laughs> actual nerd news. The actual nerd news. <laughs> explains that the gas composition found in, I'm going to say it this way so that way it's not made fun of, Uranus. Uranus. Uh, has a high concentration of hydrogen That's sulfide. Uranus, yeah. It's not Uranus, it's Uranus. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're getting flagged. <laughs> they found high compositions or uh, high concentration of hydrogen sulfide. So they kind of know what it smells like. <laughs> Didn't they so also. Basically, uh, Uranus smells like ass. It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the joke, everyone. <laughs> like, it literally smells like butt. <laughs> Didn't you also see? I think it was Uranus or uh, Neptune that they got a photo of it with its rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was. That cool. was uh, I think that was uh, Uranus. Yeah, yeah. So that's an interesting. That's a you remember actual- Bill Nye that video. Where he's going through the planets is like Uranus, Uranus, Uranus. <laughs> you know, it was like show. So Bill Nye apparently has a new show. It's on yeah. Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and it's like rated M or like a TV. Oh, because he's cussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta Crazy. watch. It's on Peacock, not Netflix. Peacock. It's oh, not it Peacock. Okay. Yeah. Um, last piece of information, guys. This is important. I'm talking about really important news. Mm-hmm. Really, really important news. No, no. Oh, you say no, but wait until you Here hear this. Go. Okay, this is really important news. I'm not even joking. Flag this. This is the thing that you want to listen to. Look it up when you get the chance. Lego announces the sets they are retiring for 2022. Oh, I'm sorry. So Lego announces which sets are retiring for 2022. Okay. This includes the 1989 Batwing, the Seinfeld set, the Friends Central Perks set, mm-hmm. oh, no. the Disney Castle, the Scout Trooper Helmet, okay. the Imperial Probe Droid, mm-hmm. Last but not least, the big daddy of them all, a new Hope Imperial Star Destroyer. You want to know why what? they're retiring those? Because those are like over $150. The Imperial Star Destroyer, that's $649.99. I want the Millennium those Falcon, dude. That's retired already. Yeah. No, you can still buy it on Lego. You could get, no, you're getting like the the Rise of Skywalker one, though. Mm-hmm. No one wants that. So keep in mind, it has a plaque. The yeah. Star Destroyer has a plaque on the bottom. This is a new Hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's built. To replicate After, yeah. the New Hope ones, anything else and it won't count. I'm yeah. surprised that Disney Castle's retiring. I think Disney's uh, over with those it. Those are expensive too. That's the thing. They three hundred forty nine ninety nine. They're not making any money though. That's the no. thing. They're not making the one money. I do want to get is the Friends Central Perk one. I'm a People huge are Friends be fan. So. Upset over that. The Friends one, I don't think so. I think the ones that most people will probably be upset about will be the Imperial Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. And probably, I don't think the Disney Castle so much because I've never really seen Disney. I haven't seen a lot of people like of Legos. want it. Yeah. 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 Mandy wants it ideally. Star Wars fans are huge Lego fans. Mm-hmm. So they make a lot of money in Lego. I'm more into the Batmobiles. Huh? I'm more into the Batmobiles. Oh, yeah. So the Batwing, that's, that kind of sucks. But again, that was like 
$300, it's still in stock like everywhere you go though. Yeah, it's a thing. But they're retiring at the end of 2022. So they're not mass producing basically. But that's the thing is that these already expensive Lego sets are going to go up in price. Oh yeah. I mean which sucks even more. Target target run after this so we can go buy some Legos retiring or what? Investment. Look, if we all go three if we all split it three ways, right? We get the Imperial Star Destroyer, hold it off for 15 years. Money for three. That is Dude, we triple our money. Forget forget crypto, dude. Legos. All right. Legos. That's the new crypto in 2023. That's been the crypto. Lego currency. How old are you? You're like me. Twenty five. You're you're like eighteen, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Remember um remember back in the day? Like, oh my god, dude! Back in the day when we had the you Lego magazine, <laughs> the, Lego- the Lego what? The Lego magazine. Do I? Oh, I'll admit yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah you're too yeah. young. You don't even know about what I'm talking yeah, about. Totally Back in like, the day, we the didn't have phones. Pieces. We had a magazine. Yeah. No, yeah, that. I understand. Yeah. That. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so sad that <laughs> we old people had magazines. to read magazines. You remember Mad Magazine? <laughs> remember Mad Magazine? I remember that. Remember Spy versus Spy? Ooh, there you go. Listen, magazines were used for I much remember, more than I remember, Prawn, yeah. all right? It this is when we also prawn. had video stores. <laughs> <laughs> Back when Netflix wasn't a thing and we had... Do you, you remember know, when Netflix was DVDs? What? Yeah. You who can still, no, that? You can no, still, nobody, no, yeah. You could still get DVDs on Netflix. Really? Yeah, yeah. you still order, You could still rent DVDs. That's It's still a feature because you're paying for the service. Uh-huh. You're, that's still a feature you can use. No one uses it, though. Wow. Yeah. I remember okay. when we rented Boy Meets World on DVD. Remember when, uh, I don't even know. Did you ever take back your Netflix DVDs? Did you ever send them back? I never did it. You never I did got it? Oh. Netflix to stream. That oh, okay. Actually, my dad got Netflix for the first one. Mm. To this day, kind of sad, a little sad boy time right now, yeah. his profile is still on my Netflix account. I haven't gotten rid of it? I haven't gotten rid of it. I took me, I think for me, it took me like three or four years to do that for my mom. Nope, I still have not removed it. It's still there. I, I, I changed. Yeah. I changed his email to mine because yeah. obviously, but I took over it. But that account was under his name. Yeah, for and, for a while, like my it was my mom and my dad shared an account. Mm-hmm. So I asked his permission. I was like, "You want me to change it? You know, do you want me to just change it to your name?" He's like, "Yeah, I get tired of looking at your mom's name." I'm like, "Yeah, that's fine." You know, so still haven't changed it on my Netflix account. What about you? Yeah. Uh, we all got, we're all this is the dead parent trio you know <laughs> <laughs> this is therapy yeah, hour this is therapy, therapy hour. guys like, what are you talking about this is the start of the avengers dude <laughs> dead parents club right we're, here dead orphans parents club, club. Yeah. <laughs> this, this no money though yeah. <laughs> that's fine it's yeah. all good yeah i don't have any like listeners are like, like <laughs> we can like, joke about it yeah right? we can joke about it <laughs> this is how we that's how, how we cope. That's how we cope. We said that in unison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have anything like that. I have text messages and voicemails. But Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We listen to voicemails as yeah. well, too. My sister still has a few voicemails yeah. she saved. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Frick. <laughs> Let's move on to lighter yeah. news. You know, better news. Open I'm so sorry. I apologize to listeners. I'm so sorry, actually. <laughs> Got, like someone's gonna comment saying, "Dang, guys, <laughs> this is spicy!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, moving on. That's the end of comic strips, ladies and gentlemen. It ended with sad strips. It started with comic, ended with sad strips. Let's move on to Andor. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about a dead character. <laughs> 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 Ha <laughs> <laughs>
I'm sorry, I had to. I had to. Someone, is, someone was listening and being like, you know, they're talking about a dead character. I've been talking about their dead parents. That's fair. <laughs> Oh, I don't think man. they put the two and two together yeah. until you mentioned yeah. it. I'm always ahead of the curve. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> from dead parents uh, now straight into a, a dead, story so, of a dead character about a dead character. <laughs> we'll see him die in Rogue One, you know. Yeah. Oh man! So <laughs> Cassian Andor. Yeah. So overall, I mean, I will say this: I'm. This is my Star Wars hot take. I didn't care for Rogue One. Oh, I liked it as a movie. It's a good. How movie. stupid could you be? Pretty stupid to not enjoy the movie at all. Yeah, it's the <laughs> but, best Star Wars movie. In your opinion. In but, my my factual opinion. <laughs> factual opinion. <Ever? laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Are in the Disney era. No. Ever. Ever, ever really. That's bold. That is bold. That's bold. Very bold. Listen, okay, I'm not like the type of person to essentially say I'm going to take the last 10 minutes of a movie and make it one of my top three favorite moments of Star Wars, <laughs> right? I'm going to say Rogue One is from my favorite. From start to finish. Yeah, from start to finish, yeah. Rogue That's One fair. is That's the fair. best movie. That is fair. So would Star you say you rebel? <laughs> like that's that's what a rebel does, right? I rebel. rebel. <laughs> best line of the movie, man. <laughs> that's the best line of the movie. <laughs> so I'm gonna start by saying this. It's look, there's a lot of cheesy lines, but what isn't cheesy about Star Wars? That's true. Right? It's all yeah. cheesy. It's yeah. I'm gonna start by saying this, okay? Spoiler alerts, if you have not seen Andor, go watch it on Disney+. Plus. It just came out last week as of the release of this issue. Mm-hmm. Really great series, about 35 to 40 minutes. Go take your time to watch it. Yeah. It actually released the fourth one on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah, by the so, time of this recording, it'll be up already. Yeah. yeah. The fourth episode. So, what I'm going to say is this. This is a far, far, far right turn from what the Star Wars series is. Yeah. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I firmly believe this is the best version of Star Wars we will ever get. So, in so to kind of go off of that, I, as I said, I didn't really care for Rogue One, so I wasn't as hyped up or amped up to see Andor. Mm -hmm. Or when it got announced, I was like, "Okay, that's cool. They're giving him his own series, which is fine." You know, you want to cash in on your Star Wars. You want characters cat, yeah. that you've done, you know. On Diego Luna is who you want to cash in on. Yeah, Diego Luna, he is up and coming. You know, he is very—he's like a fan favorite, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Which I understand why they would go towards an Andor show. Um, I wasn't really excited for it uh, before watching or when I heard about it, so I was like, okay, cool. That's that's. But I at the same time I was like, okay, cool. No one was character. No, they didn't make a big deal out of it. I, I mean, only Disney was really selling the hell out of this. Yeah. You know, I every ad I would see was about Andor. Or that though is because of how much it got delayed because it got delayed oh, like true. two or three times so you got to put it into this kind of perspective as well is that andor isn't necessarily a character that's relatable to the main series of star wars movies mm-hmm. yeah he's only relatable to rogue one and yeah. rogue one isn't a fan favorite amongst a lot of different people some people actually really love it no i have a lot really, really I, hate it in my circles i have a lot more people liking it than saying that they disliked it because it's a different take on star wars i'm the only one that didn't really enjoy it but again it's a good movie yeah i can see it's a good movie yeah yeah. so upon watching it i'm watching it and i'm like oh this is actually pretty good first episode wise i really enjoy it i liked i i like that we know that basically star wars has whorehouses now (laughs) in the beginning of episode one there's like you know it's like hamsterdam you know (laughs) you see the women on the you see the women on the windows they're all like this i'm like 
that's Amsterdam. <laughs> like, yes, it yeah. is. And then like, you know, they're just they're talking about, oh, I had this girl. I'm like, oh, okay, we're going, you know, this is pretty uh, we're going spicy. This is, going, this is yeah. some spicy Star Wars we're getting, you know. <laughs> it's crazy in Amsterdam because yeah. I've, I've been to Amsterdam. Oh, really? Uh, I went actually this year in February. Why? Huh? Why? For the whorehouse. Dude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, at least you're honest. Yeah, no, yeah. dude, they're honest. coming out the windows and like, hey, come here. You want to see here. some ladies? Like, you're from America? Come here. Oh, American yeah. accent. Hey. Yeah, no, it's and Get it's Euro crazy. tripped, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you never want to just go in there. That's how they steal your money and stuff like that, That's too. True. Yeah, anyways. I totally didn't, though. Um, anyways, moving on, guys. Uh, I mean, you should have that mindset of always just getting in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, yeah, and so, or watching it, thoroughly, I am... More every episode I'm seeing, I'm getting more and more impressed. I'm mm. like, oh, okay. Like the practical effects, beautiful. Like everything you can tell, it's not a CGI thing. It doesn't even feel like they're in the the volume. This feels like this. These are actual sets. So, it's very interesting you say that. Mm-hmm. You've only seen part of the first, like first like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes. So yeah. almost to the end of the first episode, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't mind us spoiling anything? Nah, it's fine. On? Okay. So I will say this. This is a far right turn from what Star Wars is yeah. because Star Wars is very fantasy, mm-hmm. right? And so what I was telling Andy was that Star Wars technically is a Western, right? Yeah. Basically, it's a Western. It's filmed like a Western. Bad yeah. guy versus good guy. Mm-hmm. They finally meet at the end. Giant mm-hmm. battle over and done with. The basics of a Western. Mandalorian is taking that basic concept, mm-hmm. exaggerating it times 10, and saying this is as Western as a Western can be yeah, it's showing, with a Star Wars skin. With Andor, it feels very closed, but yet very real. I hate saying this because it's already on the Disney Plus mm-hmm. description, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's a spy espionage yeah. you know, yeah. genre of a movie. Mm-hmm. It's got that very secretive vibe. Here's the thing that I've noticed about it, though. What is the one thing that other sci-fi shows do much better than Star Wars. They ground their set design to more realistic aspects of science fiction. Yeah, because with Mandal, with the Mandalorian, it does that, but then also shows you how wide this world can be. Exactly. And that's because of the volume. Yes. The volume yeah. shows you that it can go far out. Yeah. With Endor, it's like you're put in this town, but it's very kind of like, Expand. closed in but yeah. yet you you feel you can there's, have that vibe there's a specific bubble with andor is how it feels it's it's much more fleshed out yeah. detail wise yes. mm-hmm. and yeah. so that's a problem it's a good problem to have in my opinion yeah. right? you don't want to say this what i'm about to say is blasphemous and i could get probably like taken down for saying this but mm-hmm. i'm gonna say it anyways mm-hmm. it's got a very star tracking feel to it because no, what, what star trek yeah. does mm-hmm. right and we're not talking about like the fantasy star treks we're talking about like the actual grounded like even strange new worlds which actually builds strange on new that world kind of great. realism yeah. right it wants to believe it wants you to believe that every aspect of the science fiction world is based on some sort of true mm-hmm. scientific theory right mm-hmm. when you look at the set design for andor it's really well built really well thought of and it's very dark in its aesthetics not in the theming but in its aesthetics the contrast is a lot more higher it's not as saturated especially when you go into uh what's the uh planet that uh cassian was born in uh kendari or something like dari or something like that yeah i forget what it is can you look it up real quick yeah yeah, yeah. um so that planet very green very Mm. natural it doesn't feel like it's a set it feels like it's real and it probably is feeling that's that's what i was saying like i feel like you could like grab everything that you see in that scenes and stuff. Canary, like Canary, yeah. thank you. Canary, thank you. So, doesn't it remind you of like New Predator? 
the planet. Actually, yeah. Right? That's a thing. It very it felt like it was a real jungle. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was like an artificial jungle or even like a made up jungle. It felt like they shot at a jungle. Yeah. And they're basing these characters to have like very true dialogue. Yeah. This is a very heavy or dialogue heavy show. It is. You have to either pay attention to how they are talking to each other because they're not translating what dialogue they're talking in, which kind of is annoying. But at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, well, you have to read their facial expressions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Pick up on that. And then also just the normal dialogue in general. There's not a lot of action in it. Mm-mm. There are some scenes that are like very cool. Like I love Endor's gun. Like his gun is so dope. Like when he reloads, it does like a flip thing. And I'm like, oh, oh that's like it that. like cools down, right? Yeah. It like opens its vents up. So I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And, um, just the sets, pieces alone and stuff. I love the little android he was talking to the whole time. It's another, it's it, another bucket droid that's yeah. going to be sold at Disney. Yeah. That's the thing. And then we he, were, picked yeah. up, he picked up on the blue, the noodles, blue noodles that was one like, guy dude, was that, eating. Yeah, like, I was that's like, going to be at Galaxy's Edge. One hundred percent, isn't it? I don't know. I don't have a pass anymore. Okay, so, yeah. I think it might yeah. have been, it's or it a, was probably sold. It's in a um, like a box, like a you Chinese to go box. You would uh, see that at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, and you said Andy made a good connection. About the people in uniforms. Yes. So <laughs> did oh you were you were out before I said this. So um, can you actually? Renee couldn't find it. Which one? Who are the guys in blue? They're not imperial they're, soldiers. Yeah. No. So we were talking about yeah. that. It doesn't seem like it's republic. Uh, the republic either. No. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think what they are is they're a faction that's trying to get on the. It's a yeah. faction that's trying to get into the empire. Like yeah. they're trying to be on their good side. Right. Uh, I mean, it felt like that. So I was kind of, I was talking to Renee. I was just like, it doesn't feel like it's Crimson Dawn either. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it, like the conclusion I came to, like watching the first episode is like, this seems like a little like local government to the planet. This isn't anything existing in like a police, like a, yeah, in police, a sense, yeah. you know, because they don't feel like they're bad. Like the first scene where Andor, uh, he kills those dudes. And which is probably a, it's a great scene. Yeah, it, it, it's really it the the way they go about it's really, uh, really good. But um, they don't feel like they're in. I feel like they would feel if they were Imperial, they'd feel more harsh. OK, it would feel very, very harsh. That's a great point. That's a great point. He brings up the connection that Andy made, by the way, is that their uniforms are blue and orange. And yeah. she's like, where have I seen this uniform before? This is the part it is. Where has she seen these uniforms before? And she's just like, I feel like I've, I've seen them somewhere. Star Tours. <laughs> oh, they're blue and orange. They're blue and orange. Yeah. But they're not Star Tours. But it's make, it, it makes yeah. it seem like it because there's several scenes in episode three where they're on that little shuttle. Yeah. And they're making it seem like they're you know, kind of like doing a Star Tours bit. Disney also did that in uh, <laughs> in Lightyear where they have the Tomorrowland colors on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. But it's going back to the point that Adam was making, right? Where it's like they they don't seem as harsh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is what Andor does really well. It's that dialogue between characters that makes it and that sells that world. There's a lot of what do you think of the cin- cinematography? Oh, the there's some shots that I liked and some that were kind of like I felt not not bad, but it could have been a little bit better because there were previously good shots before. So have you noticed that between this, The Mandalorian and Obi Wan? The angles to this show 
are a lot more low and serious and they're a lot more hidden and steady and steady. Yeah. Right. So it wants to sell you on that intensity on that kind of like tension between two characters when they're yeah, talking. Cause, Cause I remember one of the big complaints you had were certain episodes for Obi-Wan that the camera shots were very shaky and fast. Yeah. They, they try to be action paced mm-hmm. when it was an action, mm-hmm. like all the time. Right. And this one, you have a lot of characters coming in and they're talking like this. It's like, look, I need you to bring that seller to me like right now. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to meet here. It's very up and close dialogue, meaning that you kind of have to have angles that are very secretive that build tension. And Andor does that really, really mm-hmm. well in terms of these soldiers or these this this militia. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not as harsh as the Empire mm-hmm. because that's what they want you to understand. These yeah. people don't know how to infiltrate a city. By the end of episode three, massive spoiler, by the way, by the end of episode three, they go out because they finally realize that Cassian Andor was the person that murdered the two uh, the two people that were working for them. Right. Mm, yeah. Murdered in cold blood. One of the guys there essentially is taking it upon himself to find this guy because he's trying to avenge his fallen, you know, soldiers, mm. whatever you want to call him. Right. Finds them and they do this. They, they take over this town. Mm. Right. The entire time they don't know what they're doing. They're freaking out. They're causing mass chaos. They kill a man for just basically approaching. Basically, kind of, and I'm sorry if I'm misinterpreting it, but it is kind of feel like it's this way. When a cop is trying to get a hold of a situation, someone that a cop that doesn't know what they're doing and they just shoot on sight because they're afraid for their life, even though this person wasn't doing anything. That's basically what happens there. No, you're kind of on the nose there. Yeah, that's basically what happens here. That builds to the unsettling part of it, though, Mm -hmm. is that the person in charge has too much power. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're building on that's why he's probably going to join the Rebel Alliance. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about Cassian or are you talking yeah. about one of the... Well, Cass, I would assume Cassian. Cassian is going to yeah. be... Yeah, well, yeah obviously, be. yeah, because he's a rebel, you know? Yeah. So it's just like you throw this character in these situations and obviously now, you know, because obviously police brutality, brutality being such a big issue. Yeah. You know, it's just like obviously they're going to play on those themes. Oh, yeah. And they're heavily playing on that. Yeah. I was telling Andy jokingly, I'm just like, this is basically insecurity of the show. Yeah. You know what? I was getting that when I was watching it. Like the whole like authority figures on these shows that are really like gung ho on trying to find these, you know, murderers of their own, you know, um, people. Yeah. And then how so that they were easily or so hard set they were trying to find a culprit. Yeah. And, and making mistakes along the way. Yeah, that's a thing. And it's you could messy. Tell, you could tell like the one guy that one he's like a tryhard <laughs> like the whole time. The guy that was trying to go after the girl that Cassian kept talking to. Yeah, yeah, I hated him so much. Him and then also no, the one that was in charge or put in charge of the um the guys that were find like the policemen. Oh, the guy the, that had his um the white his dude. uniform. Yeah, well, yeah, they're all they're no, all no, basically but, like the he he seems like he's like that manager. At, at like your work where it's like he wants stuff done but doesn't understand how to get stuff done. He had his uniform tailored. Yeah. That guy, yeah. That guy, yeah. The yeah. one that looks like Gabe from The Office. Yeah. That's what Andy said. Yes. <laughs> he looks like Gabe's much better looking brother. <laughs> and then like when when that one officer dude's like telling him like we need like a leader you know someone that could bring us up and he could just tell he's like this he's like yeah come on tell me more you know he's like enjoying it but here's the thing you could automatically build on that relationship and know that the guy he brought in to lead this unit to take down cassian is a weasel because there's no way that you look at this tall dude. We'll call him Gabe's older brother. I forget his name, right? Yeah, Gabe's older brother. Gabe's yeah. older brother. So we're gonna, we're gonna say that. You can tell this guy doesn't have a back. This guy no. basically is just like beyond he helpless. Soft as pudding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a show. 
He's a show. It's yeah. the presentation he's trying to build. Well, he has this scene in episode two where he yells to the people in the oh, station. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are we doing? Get back to work. And yeah. like starts yelling, right? In episode three, he has to deliver a speech right before <laughs> they land on the planet. It's the most awkward speech possible. It's basically like Gabe would, like yeah. how he tries to like get the office up and going and stuff. Yeah. So he goes hey, like, guys, uh, yeah. yeah, keep going. You're yeah. basically on. He's like, hey, yeah. hey guys, um, so uh, this is not really productive. So <laughs> we're, gonna, um, go we're gonna watch each other's backs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna try not to die. Yeah, and remember, we're doing this to avenge our fallen brethren mm-hmm. because their deaths were not cool. And I and, and, and I also want you guys' opinion on this: Is Hillary Swank hot? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt like there was just he just needed a clipboard and just like is Hillary Swank hot? And so <laughs> he brings in this guy who's beneath him essentially to kind of help him out run mm-hmm. the units as they're going into the planet. He does this thing where he just he's like Dwight Schrute. Mm-hmm. Essentially, to this whole operation. Uh, so he's assistant to the regional manager. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, as soon as the speech is done, he's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> You're just kind of like awkward yeah. claps, kicking ass. Let's do it. <laughs> At the end of this, basically, they get bamboozled, and like two or three different officers die throughout this whole process trying to get the one guy Cassian. That's another thing too, is that the show emphasizes on death. It does. It it shows when some, when a when a when a person's life is taken, it affects people, mm-hmm. which I like. I like how it's not like oh yeah, when like someone gets shot, they're kind of like walking away. No, they're like see, you're seeing uh, the side actors reacting to that. They go no, not Gabe. On that <laughs> on that point, it's interesting because the first death you see is so weird. He he dies in the skit that we did for this issue. Mm-hmm. You know, we play on that fact that the guy basically dies because he got headbutted really hard and he basically dies. It's a nice detail because it's the same introduction we see in Rogue One for for uh, Andor where he kills two officers and doesn't bat an eye. No, because at that part and that's what I like about it. It's exactly what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. The death has a big presence in this. It's very ominous. There's no hesitation. Mm-hmm. The officer that's kept alive essentially says, like, look, we can walk away from mm-hmm. this. There's no reason I'm going to say anything. I'm not going to do anything. We Just can go in walk. together. Yeah. We can go in together. We can do this. Bam. Kills Shoots him in the blood. head. Yeah. Done. But you can see that he's he's very – he didn't want to do it. He was debating. After, yeah. He was debating. But because I'm going to go see this uh, first episode with John and Sarah, mm-hmm. the moment he did that, John and I were celebrating. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? Andor. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Andor? Poe. <laughs> and I hold Poe to high standards. Yeah. I love Poe. But now I want Andor's <laughs> one more, jacket. One more Andor, yeah. I, just, oh, I want his gun. I really want his gun. I want his jacket, dude. Yeah. I want his jacket. His jacket will be available at Galaxy Edge next year. <laughs> I hope so. Coming to Disneyland's Galaxy Edge in summer <laughs> just 2023. Just go ahead and go to Zombie's Workshop. Hey, hey, I'm, down. I'm, down, yeah. for yeah, I'm <laughs> down for that. Yeah. Um, now, going into the not-so-pleasant details of this, you and I love this show. Yeah. I think you're gonna love the show. Pretty sure. As someone who actually, you're, you're, Nick's not here. A resident Star oh, Wars yeah. nerd. Nick's not, not here. here to do like a thirty minute I'm filling monologue. In. You're filling in filling as in. the other resident the inter- Star Wars the nerd. Interim uh, Star Wars librarian. Okay, you sounded Historian. like that officer guy right there who couldn't That's figure fine. out his speech. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but you're filling in for Nick in this sense, right? So. So far from what we've told you, does this at all feel like anything Star Wars that you would... Not not at all. And I think even from like what the director said, saying this isn't going to be... There's not going to be fan service. And people rioted. Yeah, well, a lot the of thing TikToks, that, were, talkers were upset, which is funny. The thing is, though, is that I... 
I mean, I, I don't want to sound like pretentious, but I hate when fans or people try to find Easter eggs and stuff when they're looking in the background and they're trying so hard, like, look, oh, look, guys, that's a nod to like, you know, the the Republic or that's a nod to, you know, Sidious and stuff like I'm happy this doesn't have anything. It's its own separate thing. We can just enjoy it and not try so hard to kind of like find something because I feel like. I feel like that happens a lot in both Marvel movies and just Disney movies in general. Because Disney's notorious for throwing nuts mm-hmm. yeah. or throwing Easter eggs. And they just like a connected every- universe. And everyone just wants to think everything's connected. And it's just really, it's just, you know, it's just the workers just having a fun time. Like, oh, I'm going to put this like little R2-D2 thing in like a Disney movie and stuff like that. Yeah. Or I'm going to put... E.T.'s in a show up in Revenge yeah. of the Sith. Or we're going to put a pizza planet like in the back door <laughs> yeah. of uh, of the Mandalorian. We're going to put that little spaceship right there. You know? <laughs> you know? And I hate when people just make a big ass deal about it. You mm-hmm. know, it's just like, did you see it? I'm like, what? I mean, that's nerd. That's like yeah. normal nerd kind of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not unfortunately, I, I'm totally in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. Give me a show that's different. So real yeah. quick, what were we going to say that basically this doesn't at all throw you not off? Not at all, especially because the director told us that. Mm-hmm. Now, again, directors always say this and then it's completely 180 from what they, you know, yeah. what they say. However, maybe season one won't be. But Disney obviously is going to do what they I want. Mean- with the, this show the because is, they're filming season two right now. Yeah. The thing is, is that I think by the time se- season one ends, he's going to be already part of the rebellion. Possibly. By that time. He'd have to be because it's only two seasons. So yeah. that season two will probably be more connected. Yeah. But here's where I'm going to get to. Okay. It's a breath of fresh air to have a series that's not super, super connected to yeah. the Star Wars franchise. Because for me, it's one of the big reasons I love Rogue One. It's my favorite Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It's the war aspect of Star Wars. We can get that in you know episode three clearly, right? When the Empire rises, Anakin turns to the dark side mm-hmm. and the Empire takes over, the New Republic is gone. Mm-hmm. We see that war aspect of right. We also get that in Empire Strikes Back. Right. There's a lot of war in these movies, but mm-hmm. the realistic, believable war parts came from Rogue One. Yeah. It was actually right? Star Wars. It was a Star Wars movie Lived up yeah. to the name. And now we're getting this right. We're getting this very cinematically created, very mm-hmm. focused, grounded Star Wars story about a character who's basically getting mixed into this whole rebellion crap that he didn't even want to sign up for. That's why I think we're finally getting the f- the vibe of how Rogue One was originally supposed to be mm-hmm. in Andor now. Yeah. I feel like we're getting that because originally the first cut of Rogue One was a darker, yeah, uh, very somber kind of vibe. Like it was like they said that it was supposed to be like storming the gates of uh, the beaches of Normandy mm-hmm. kind of vibe. I remember that. And yeah. they did it and Disney was like, that's too dark. Yeah. We can't do it. You so, know? and so I, Sorry, still pushed the boundaries in Rogue One on how dark it was. That's true. They still kept some things, but I felt like, you know, having that moment like it was an actual war would have been great. I probably would have liked the movie yeah. for that. It was a war in the personal characters. We saw them go to war. Oh my god. That's I'm sorry, that sounded kinda of dumb. No, but, <laughs> but, it's, but he's but not like, wrong. in, in yeah. the in the replacement of that. Uh, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm saying. It he's was their wrong. yeah, it was their war. Yeah. And the interconnectedness was the Saw Gerrera being there. It was an internal war. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. But even still, like you look at Rogue One and Rogue One didn't end well for the rebellion. They yeah. got the plans the 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 uh what is it called? 
they're, the, the Death Star. Yeah. I was like, but what? At what cost, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> at what Their cost? victory came with a loss. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's supposed to be that ending because even as they're going away, yeah. Darth Vader's, you know, yeah. Star Destroyer, like... It blasts like, in and basically it, it kills like, off half the battalion. Yeah. Oh, you mean like he's like standing there in space, <laughs> like, yeah. like and just air's coming out, making it all cinematic with his lightsaber, like when <laughs> 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 he's exposed in space, <laughs> like he's he can he's, he's just he's standing be like there, Leia. yeah. <laughs> And there's oh, air sorry, still I blowing know, I at know him. This was studio trigger developed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? <laughs> um, no, but I, I I completely agree with you yeah. in this sense. Now we're running out of time to yeah. talk more about Andor because we still got oh, two crap. more talks, yeah. two more topics to talk about. But I really want your opinion on this. Okay. Right. I'm gonna end by saying this: Andor is filmed way too good for itself. Yeah. It's not a good. It's a good thing it looks this way. But it's also not a good thing it's looked this way. It looks this way. And the only reason I say that is because this movie looks the or not. See, I'm saying it's a movie. Mm-hmm. This show looks like a movie. Mm-hmm. This show is filmed so well. It could be placed in theaters and I would believe it's a movie. I think if, if you if you added all the content from this, it would be like what? Like a four hour movie. It would be. Yeah. About four hours. Yeah. Yeah, this Possibly. could be in a movie theater. It's filmed so well. It looks better than The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, it does, right? Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. The reason I the say sets, that it's not... The sets are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Now, the reason I say that this is both a good thing and a bad thing, we visually get to see this and enjoy mm-hmm. the greater aspects of Star Wars, and it's all glory and beauty, right? Yeah. The bad thing is that now this is the bar that we expect from a Star Wars franchise show, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, right? Yeah. This is the bar that they're setting themselves. Yeah. We understand that this kind of stuff takes a really long time to do. You have to write the stories. You have to, you know, you have to run it. You have to shoot it. You then have to produce everything. You have to edit it. And then you have to like rewatch it, do a couple more cuts, mm-hmm. then the distribution. We know how Disney works. Yeah. Disney wants the money. They want the things to come out. At the end of the day, if this is the kind of show you want, you have to understand that it's going to take time to make. Yeah. And they're going to rush things. Things might not look so well for other shows. We could have that problem with shows like Ahsoka. We might. We don't know. Hopefully we don't. Yeah. Uh, do you agree with that or not? Uh, absolutely. Um, I'll say this. Disney in their Star Wars era is good than bad than good. Okay. Andor's good. So whatever's next. Ahsoka. Anticipate it to be bad. Be- and that's what sucks. I'm sorry. However, you just pissed off Nick right now. Probably, possibly, because we, because let's be honest, nobody was interested in the book of Boba until Mando showed up. Mm-hmm. When did Boba start trending? When we heard of the Mandalorian theme at the end of the show. Renee over here was the one that basically said he didn't care for it until Mando showed up. Yeah, and that's the truth. Let's be honest. In season two of the Mandalorian, I didn't care because about this character of Mando as much because I knew Ahsoka was in it. I knew mm-hmm. Bo-Katan Kreese was in it. There were so many characters who were already in it. Then they threw in, hey, let's go do Boba. Let's throw Boba Fett in there. Mm-hmm. They Disney again, and not saying, uh, you know, this isn't going to be the case, because you know, Ahsoka. I'm sure, I know. I think Luke's involved with it, and so is Vader. Mm-hmm. So you have. There's no reason why the show should be bad. Yeah, but I, I feel sorry. Go ahead. I feel that Ahsoka is gonna be on the same like ladder as mandalorian 
Absolutely. I feel like that's where it's going to be. It's not going to be like Endor, obviously. Mm. I'm not putting it as the same category as Endor. I'm putting it in the same category as Mandalorian. Yeah, absolutely. Because you have Dave Filoni and you have John John Favreau Favreau connected and doing those shows. I'm surprised Favreau's not doing this one. Andor? Yeah. I feel like he wouldn't need to be part of it, honestly. Not his character. It's it's not his part yeah. of his... It's not his baby. It's, yeah. it's interesting to not see his name. It's also a good thing. Because mm-hmm. this show is so much more different. Was Favreau involved in Obi-Wan? Uh, he oversaw some of it. But I, I think, think Dave he... Filoni was more involved with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, it yeah, because it was, it was yeah, cause they did uh, Clone Wars. They referenced Clone yeah. Wars a lot. That's true, one. yeah. I mean, again... You know, Andor again. So take it with a grain of salt, though, mm-hmm. because this, there's no reason Ahsoka should be bad. No, you know that's so. why same thing. I'm not putting it on the same ladder as Andor, Ahsoka yeah. at least, because that's a whole different vibe. Yeah, and Andor has a more, like you said, grounded, grittier kind of vibe, while you have Ahsoka, which is on the same tier and same level as Mandalorian, where it's more fantasy kind of vibe, more. Lights because you have the Jedi, you have mm-hmm. you know the Sith and stuff like that, and that's where I think that's that's how Ahsoka is going to be, you know, because she's a, I mean not a Jedi, but she's you know she's she's very more Force connected, yeah, than what obviously Andor is. Uh, what I'll say for season two, I'm going to be, I think it's going to be a, the complete 180 flip, and that's when we're going to see all the the connectedness. I hope it doesn't lose that cinematic touch though for oh, Andor not. for Andor. Oh, okay, no, I, for, I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean for them to film it. I mean, they As had a lot of time to kind yeah. of like do this show. They're I filming can, early, mm-hmm. which could be, that's a good thing, I think. Mm-hmm. I've, I've noticed when shows take a while to come out, it's because they're taking their time doing it, polishing it, editing and stuff like that. I mean, look at Maverick. Maverick took like two years to come out after it was done yeah. because of the pandemic. And all that time, they had, they did a great and, time of filming. And I think Andor too was affected by the pandemic because yeah. we heard about it before. Yeah. And but then, also, you got to film fast because Diego Luna isn't getting any younger. That's true. And this is a prequel too. I mean, there's yeah. just for men, so you know. <laughs> Tom Tom Cruise uses it, you know. <laughs> Props to Diego Luna. Mm-hmm. Great, great casting. Yeah. For Andy and Ca- mm-hmm. or for uh, Cassian Andor. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I, I I keep mentioning this because it, I do think it's a great feat for a lot of actors, especially actors that English isn't their first language. He has worked on his English a lot, oh, yeah. and his lines, it's, his delivery it's, it's is more so good. Fluid. It's more yeah. Fluid. I thought he was good in uh, Rogue One. He was looking back at it. You see how when was the last had, time you watched Rogue One? Well, like a month ago. I have to rewatch when, it. When when I rewatched it, I was like, okay, maybe yeah, he he needed some polishing. Yeah. That was also six years ago. Um, but I mean, from watching this, obviously, it's definitely more. More polished. He's, de- He's got that delivery. Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah. Um, last thoughts on Andor? I'm going to, I'm definitely invested. I'm going to check out the whole series as a whole now. Like, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to see how many more episodes left. I don't feel like, I feel very confident that I can watch the whole thing and then judge it from there. Cool, cool, cool. All right. We're ready to move on to the next topic. Let's go. Short topic, no more than 10 minutes. It's just fun to talk about because <laughs> it is kind of like the big thing. It's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. So, Grand Theft Auto 6 is, in fact, real it's happening it's no not. no 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 no. it's not happening it's, it's avatar it's avatar the way of water it's the video game <laughs> the version. video game that never existed because <laughs> avatar doesn't i'm gonna exist. laugh because we have to watch avatar too because we talk about it so much you know we have to review it <laughs> like i'm gonna hate every second of it yeah you're gonna love every second of it probably i'm gonna laugh and you'd be like you know what it was okay yeah. 
And then I'm for gonna, something that yeah. didn't exist. It it's a, it, it it existed when I was watching it. <laughs> it's genius. You know, it was a good it was a good movie to play in my head. <laughs> what happened? Am I awake? It's a good movie that I could think about. I wake up. I was like, oh man, I had it's the strangest there. dream yeah. that Avatar came out. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Six. For those of you guys who don't know, is a uh, it's a video game mm-hmm. uh, from a long franchise that has spanned like years and years. And how years. long has GTA Five been around? I Since was in the high PS3, really? I was in high yeah, school. dude, I was in high school. Can you look up exactly, you. please? Yes, yeah. I want to know because I remember my whole life of owning a PlayStation. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five before always you say the came date. up. Before you say a date, I have a coworker. Yeah, twenty-one. Okay. So I tell him, I, <laughs> hang on, can I guess the date? I want to guess the date. I want to guess the date. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Okay, okay, okay. So I tell him, right, because he's 21, plays a lot of Fortnite. I'm like, dude, have you ever stayed up playing video games for like more than 15 hours? Never. He's like, no, never. And I'm like, dude, you weren't there for Modern Warfare 2. I know people that were playing Modern Warfare, right, mm-hmm. the first one, mm-hmm. and they would do like long gaming sessions and stuff like that. I did so! A 15, <laughs> <laughs> so! <laughs> I did a 15-hour like marathon oh, Mountain online Dew online okay. online Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Mountain Dew and Taco Bell basically oh kept me the whole gosh. day through dude it was so much work I was sweating at the end dude I had a freaking shower because I was just stenching that was the place. me with Call of Duty Zombies yeah oh man Grunt. I remember when Call of Duty Call of Duty Zombies came out was a huge thing during the, the peak of like playing zombies I would go I would play zombies throughout the summer mm-hmm. i'd be getting off when my mom was getting up to go to work yep and then you that's had to how get you up. knew you had to, there was time to get off you <laughs> had to get off before your mom figured yeah. out because it'd be like mijo i'm sorry i didn't do it i mean like i didn't have like official online play until i got a ps4 i mean i did dabble in the ps3 era but i didn't mm-hmm. have my own wi-fi i would i would use my neighbor's wi-fi because i live in an apartment complex I, online play for playstation 3 was kind of like it garbo. sucked it was not the best but if you were on it you appreciated it for what it was yeah, yeah it was you, fun because now if you play it on the ps4 you just like that was so smooth yeah it yeah. worked keep in mind i was having these gaming marathons mm-hmm. while being in a sport mm-hmm. and taking honors classes and it still somehow made it work yeah i think that's why i have so much endurance still i've, I've never done a land party I never done that. Oh, we should do it. Be fun. Uh, that'd be, be fun. interesting. Be fun for a game. I don't know. We got to figure out a game. Fall guys. I feel like we have <laughs> a land party just for Fall guys. I mean, <laughs> hey. <laughs> so Grand Theft Auto Five came mm-hmm. out two thousand. It came out for the three sixty. Yeah. Okay. And this is those came hang out. On, hang on. Modern Warfare Two no, was don't, twenty don't, was twenty ten. Okay. So this Modern came Warfare out, what two came out in twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2009. GTA 5? Yes. No, 2010. No, tw- 2000. Pick a number. 2000- 2009. Is okay. that your final answer? That's the final answer. You are wrong. September 17th. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So GTA 4 came out in 2008. So then how, 5 was what? Let's just say that next year they're releasing GTA 5 for the 10 year anniversary. They're re-releasing it. Next Wait, is that year. a thing? No, no, but it's probably going to be. They, it's probably going to be. If they did the 10-year anniversary, so it'd be next year. So 5 yeah. is 2013? Yeah. September 17th. I'm back, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dude, I actually so completed I had, the story of 5. So I got a PS3. When did the PS3 get released? 2012. 2012? Yeah, that so was I've Xbox. So. so I got it a year later. So I've had the PS3 Xbox as long one. as the, the GTA 5. Oh, the PS3? Is the camera yeah. still running, by the way? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The PS3. No, no. Sorry. The PS4 came out in 2012. I think I the PS3 say, came out in uh, 2006. Oh, okay. Because I got it. I think I got my first yeah. PS3 two or three. Two two years after it came out. The PS. The original. The, I got the slim. Oh yeah, the slim. Okay, I so the, the fat one was the in 2006. Okay. That also came with the PS2 memory card slots. Because mm-hmm. the very the original yeah you could play the PS2 original games, run of the yeah. PS3 had backwards compatibility yeah Hayden still has that Jesus he man. has the first like yeah glossy fingerprint magnet PS3 so GTA <laughs> 5 has had like three or four different re-releases yeah this entire oh, yeah. time and they've been oh, yeah. teasing GTA 6 for years at this point supposedly the project never existed until a couple days ago yeah. where a hacker basically managed to trick one of the Rockstar employees, had access to basically Rockstar's files, and they pulled out alpha footage of Grand Theft Auto 6. <laughs> I want to be in that room of talking to that um, intern or that person that works for Rocksteady. Like, was it a girl that he was getting talking to? Like, she's like, oh, you know, I'll send I, you. Do you know the story or no? No, no, no. So I, I keep hearing multiple different mm-hmm. things. So according to some YouTubers that have reported the story. Yeah. So I got it from uh, TechLink. Okay. Uh, Linus Tech Tips is, uh, you know, news formatted show on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the way they reported it is that it was a third party um, hacking group. Essentially, I think they were also responsible for another uh, hack that they did with another video game company. I forget which one it was, but they hacked them using software to basically grab information from that employee to access Rockstar files to get that footage. I've also heard that it was a one person who was posing as a third party company or whatever that managed to trick the employee into giving him the information. This guy supposedly got caught and mm-hmm. he was located in the UK. Here's the thing. So I was watching the Austin Evans. This is channel, mm-hmm. essentially the news format for Austin Evans. He's a uh, tech YouTuber as well. And it's interesting because they bring up this fact, right? That Grand Theft Auto V looks so good already as it is. Mm-hmm. How much better can Grand Theft Auto Six be? Yeah, doesn't make any sense for it to look any better than what it is now, right? Because Grand Theft Auto is already scaling up that kind of like effect and that look that it already has. You can only take it up so much right now with the current consoles that we have mm-hmm. and the graphics cards that are out there in the market. So. With this footage being released, right? Mm-hmm. We can't really see it because Rockstar is basically taking down everything immediately. They don't want anything to come Naturally, out. Naturally, yeah. It kind of brings to mind that kind of like, are we excited for Grand Theft Auto 6 to be coming out? Do we even care at this point? Have we wait? Has it? Have they waited too long for the for the game to basically be as hype as it you know should have been? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys even care? It sounds like I'm gonna play talking it. about a yeah. movie too coming out soon. <laughs> like, yeah. the technology the just wasn't ready. Technology yeah. wasn't ready. We sat on it for a little while, and we'll hope that it's still relevant when we release it. <laughs> so, for me, it's kind of like I mean, it's hard because like, do you have time to play video games at all? I mean, I'm trying to play. I just finished Resident Evil Two, and I want to play Resident Evil Three, mm-hmm. and I'm excited for Resident Evil Four when that comes out. Do you have time to play video games? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. No. I haven't picked yeah. up a video game in almost like a month and a half. Like you never like kind of started a video game and just like I gotta finish it now. I've Once tried. you started, and that's I've it. tried, but with the wedding planning, with yeah. this, oh, with yeah. work, with school, yeah. I barely have enough time. Mm-hmm. I get exhausted and I just don't have that energy to sit down in front of my Xbox mm-hmm. or my PC to do anything about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right? 
So that's the problem is that Rockstar right now doesn't have a formula that is compatible with people like me. Mm -hmm. I can't sit down and play that game, especially with how poor Grand Theft Auto 5's online connection was yeah. at the beginning. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. Still not the best. Still not the best. Yeah. And Red Dead uh, Online also wasn't good either. They yeah. kind of dropped that immediately as soon as it came out. So I feel like Grand Theft Auto is more, you get more of a play, a good play in when you play on the PC because you could play with mods and stuff like that. Yeah. But I it, think, uh, sorry. No, no, go on. I think in terms of, yeah, I think also too, the people who are going to be playing, who would have played GTA 6, mm -hmm. they're grown up now. That's true. That f that generation. I do years. remember a lot of teenagers when that came out. Like we were, were teenagers. No, yeah. it was I graduated in 2011. They're not. Okay, we were young adults. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't care for GT. <laughs> like, I was but like, I, I was like, I want to play Uncharted. Even even like, if you played the originals growing up, mm -hmm. you know, Vice City, San Andreas. You're probably not going to be. You'll probably pick it up. It's the return to Vice City, mm -hmm. so I think there's a lot of nostalgia to go back, which is Miami for those that don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. they doing that? Yeah. Is that, is, that, is that GTA 6? Yeah, it's the return device. That's kind of dope. Yeah, I mean, that's the I thing. Might, like, that's like, the like, selling Adam, point. Yeah, like yeah. Adam said, there's an interest to go pick this up and play it. But the thing is that those campaigns are hours and hours and hours yeah. long. You're, I, I feel you're, like PlayStation or gaming studios are now picking up on the whole nostalgic thing. That's all they have. That's yeah. Modern because, Warfare 2's release is mm -hmm. based on the fact that they're returning big maps from Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Capcom right yeah. now is there anything they redo, like Street Fighter, no. Resident Evil, you know, that. Yeah. Any nostalgic. Mega Man Legacy Collection, yeah. Yeah. again. So they're doing that. So yeah. it's all nostalgia based. Like Nintendo's notorious for doing that as well, too. Yeah. Big games that are coming out, mm -hmm. Legend of Zelda and mm -hmm. Pikmin 4. Yeah. That's it. You're, they're catching in that they know that. They can't reach a wider audience than what they already have. Exactly. So why not have someone pay for a game that we're going to re-release or polish it up? Like, exactly. Like Last of Us. Like they finally did the remastered for the PS5 for Last of Us mm -hmm. to go up against The Last of Us Part 2. Mm -hmm. Because if you look at the graphics, the graphics are completely different mm -hmm. and stuff like that. It's well, That's right. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think the, just the overall generation of gamers it's gone yeah you know it's unfortunate to say mainstream gaming because the games that are being played aren't being talked about games like Elden ring no for honor it's not in our community it's not in our community mm -hmm. that's the thing is that the community's still there yeah right because that's the thing is even though we don't play video games as much mm -hmm. the community still exists for Elden ring the community still exists for ghost of tsushima but you got the hardcore the you have the money to pay for that. Exactly. Yeah. So those people do, and yeah. they find the time to play those games. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, it's like, it just sucks. I don't know. I, I feel like I, it's a more of a personal complaint at this point where yeah. we're just arguing that we just don't have the time ourselves personally yeah. to play it. And it yeah. sucks. Yeah. Hopefully we get to a point where in our lives where we do have that time to play it. Mm -hmm. It just, it's it brings back a lot I mean, of like nostalgic I'm, memories. Yeah. To, I'm lucky enough that. that when I tell Mandy, because, you know, we don't live together, but, you know. When I tell Manny, like, oh, I'm going to play a video game. Is that okay? She goes, yeah, no problem. She understands. Mm -hmm. You know, she'd be like, I'll give you, like, an hour, you know, or just call me when you get to. You, you have I won't. 60 minutes, Renee. <laughs> and and if you call clock. it 61. She knows, she knows if I keep I, – I don't play for long durations. Yeah. Because, again, I told you why I haven't beaten 
the ninth sister in Fallen Order mm-hmm. because I keep getting like that's frustrated. a hard level it though. Is. That's the thing. But that the level's thing, hard. The thing is, is though, is that I get so frustrated. I need to take a break. Yeah. But to the point where I know I'm like, okay, if I keep playing, I'm just gonna die and die and die. So, so the last, yeah. oh man, I don't remember the last game I played, but like when I finish a game the whole way through, like for me, one of the most memorable games that I finished was Ace Combat 7. Mm-hmm. I'm just a huge, whenever Ace Combat oh, comes yeah. into play, I, yeah. I love it and I really <laughs> indulge into that. The last mission in Ace Combat 7 is basically you have to go underground of the uh, the space elevator that they're building and you have to fly through a tunnel, oh, essentially. Uh-huh. Like it's a super compact tunnel. Mm-hmm. And then when you manage to blow it up, you have to escape the sky elevator by flying straight up into the stratosphere mm-hmm. and it's such an intense moment and i remember that because at the end of it i was like in tears i was like dude this is such a cinematic masterpiece oh my yeah. god ace combat 5 also i was a kid when i was playing that the yeah. thing was dope on playstation 2 yeah point being this leak is interesting yeah it finally confirms that the game is real and i'm hoping hoping that rockstar doesn't jump the gun because rumor has it that they're going to be revealing this game sometime next month I hope they don't jump the gun and say, like, it's real, guys. Here's some footage when the footage doesn't even matter at that point. Uh, that's the leak. I feel like the leak feels responsible for the wanting to present something next month. Mm, they could. They could use that as a kind of like, like a ploy mm-hmm. almost like, oh, yeah. I mean, we were going to release something next month. Here it is a month before. Yeah. You it, who, who For those who saw it, if you if you didn't, you got to wait until next month. Who did that recently where they like dropped a game? It was like supposedly leaked and then they just came out like afterwards. They're just kind of like, yeah, it's happening. I don't remember specifically for a game, but I remember the age of Ultron leaked mm-hmm. like hours before or the day before. And then Marvel handed like, oh, damn it. Hydra. I remember that. Yeah. And it was like they played it off because it got so much publicity of how much it was being talked about. Yeah. Um. It's a, sh- I mean, yeah, because obviously I would love to play GTA Six, but realistically, I'm not gonna like grind it the way I grinded out GTA Five. Straight up Mountain Dew monsters yeah. and everything. No, sure. yeah, exactly. You know, we had, I had a resurgence of playing GTA Five in the pandemic. Me and my buddies were on that for all night, just doing heist, uh, going to. I Simians. don't understand how people had time in the pandemic. I still didn't have time in the pandemic. Really? I was working a full time job still, uh, but I was like, what, yeah, to play video games. Yeah. Oh no, so, I didn't have a console. So like, yeah, yeah, your PlayStation we, was dead. Yeah. We the jo- the field me and my buddies were in were virtual, so we worked maybe an hour a day. See, that was that's what I didn't have. Yeah, oh, man, I miss. So I was so sad of not having a console during the pandemic. I was like, ah. <laughs> well, like, I, during the pandemic, I worked an hour a day, and when I completed that hour, I was done. You still got paid for your full eight. Oh, uh, full six. Full six. Yeah, full six. Yeah. The only thing I did lose out on was gas money because I had a driving job. Uh, so we got reimbursement. So I lose, I lost a third of my check. But for pandemic, for sitting at home for one hour, I was making good money. There you go. You know, and we were playing GTA, dude. And I remember we, we made my buddy went out to go get food and he dressed like his GTA character. Oh, my God. It was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, that's not what you want to do is like dress up like someone in GTA, you know? Well, because he had, it was like a black uh, shirt and just like green pants and white shoes. Ah. And so like, I was like, wait a minute. It was funny because it, it was, it was a good time. All right. What are you looking right. for, Renee? I'm just, I'm just going oh. through your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about She-Hulk. Yes. Let's do She-Hulk watch. Have you been watching She-Hulk? Yes, I have. Okay, cool. So you've caught up on this last episode, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got about 15 minutes to talk about She-Hulk. Hey. Let's go ahead and talk about She-Hulk. Let's talk about how this episode is probably the most unique one out of the entire series I would so say far. It's a fluff. Ooh, okay. So, 
It's here. not bad. It's not bad. So, long story yeah. short, she says it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Jen Walters essentially yeah. says, spoiler if you haven't seen She-Hulk, mm-hmm. okay? This last episode. She starts off the episode by saying, it's going to be a wedding episode. Yeah. They straight up admit this is a fluff. Yeah. That's nothing important to so the story. Which, which is why I respect it as well. They blatantly tell you, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. We're just going to put She-Hulk in a wedding. So let's go ahead and talk about the aspects mm-hmm. of this episode. Yeah. Okay. What popped up for us individually. Okay. I'll mine is short and simple. Yeah. This episode for me confirmed that every character in the show is just an exaggerated, annoying person. That's what I noticed. Tatiana is basically Ariana Grande times 10. Yeah. Yeah. Jen's uh, uh, friend from high school, the one that's getting married, is just the drunk, annoying party girl times 10. Yeah. Everyone is just exaggerated to a degree that it's kind yeah. of like, dude, do people really behave this way? Mm-hmm. They, yes. They they do. Not to this extreme. <laughs> it's over-exaggerated. It's over-exaggerated. Yeah. That's mine. You got anything? Um, just that I was not, you know what? It's funny because I mean, remember when they showed us last week, Daredevil's helmet, I was kind of thinking on the fact that like, they're probably not going to show us Daredevil next episode. Uh-huh. And they did that. And I was like, okay, well maybe next episode we'll have a funny nod to a character or a scenario in the, in the Marvel cinematic universe. Mm, still nothing. So that's why like this episode, it's not the greatest episode. But again, I love how they addressed in the beginning, like you said, that, yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like, there's, it, we're not going to move forward. We're just kind of like, we're going to be at a stalemate. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going <laughs> to progress, but we're just going to put She-Hulk in a scenario. Yeah. And which is, we're just going to have her attend a wedding. Yeah. That's it. Which is fine. Yeah. You know? I was, if anything, I would have liked it if they had more humor. Like actual mm. like like comedy bits. Like okay. Little little bits. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. I think they tried to do that with Mr. Immortal. Oh yeah. You know what? That was actually funny. Yeah. I did like his way out was just to jump out of the building. <laughs> you know, whenever women are yelling yeah. and arguing, he's like, I'm just gonna kill myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mr. Immortal, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Adam? I feel like they knew what they were doing in the placement of this episode. Yeah. They knew it was gonna trigger everybody. They're like, Hey, we're gonna show you Daredevil's helmet. And then here's nothing. And then I think next week, because now we're what oh, more than halfway we through this like three, show. Three episodes left. It, they're going to, I feel like they're all going to have Charlie Cox. So it is a fluff. It is a fluff episode, mm-hmm. right? But there is one thing that did or was showcased in this episode. And it's a very important line, I think, for Jen, Jen's character, which is that she drunkenly said, my life is good. Oh, yeah. My life is good. Yeah. Because right now, in the last couple of episodes, we haven't seen Jen except who she is. Yeah. Yeah. And we still haven't seen her grow. Like, okay, she she hasn't mentioned that she's the head of a department for one of the biggest firms in the world. Yeah. yeah. Right? We haven't seen her say anything positive about being a Hulk. We haven't seen her satisfied with her life. Exactly. We yeah. haven't even seen her confident in the fact that she is a single woman mm-hmm. who basically has attractive features mm-hmm. but can't land anyone. Mm-hmm. Right? And so in this episode, we get that through the guy, I think his name's Josh or something like yeah. that, right? That she admits it drunkenly. She's like, I, she wants me to act like my life isn't good. But here's the thing. My life is great. Yeah. It was the first time is too, because like she was, she shows up at the wedding and she's super confident with herself. And then her friend, the bride tells her, you're, you're being too 
like this is you're making it all about you so yeah and so, he jokingly goes just like did she get oh triggered my. yeah she's just like <laughs> why is she such a bride and i look at her and i'm like this wouldn't be you <laughs> this isn't gonna be you in like a couple I mean, months i mean does, does she not act like that lately mm, no she okay. hasn't thankfully she hasn't but like you <laughs> had his face <laughs> Shots fired? No, no, she hasn't. She hasn't. She hasn't acted like that. But it's interesting because, like, you do again. There are people like that. Yeah, no, but there it's is. An exaggerated times ten. There's people that we might know. Exactly. Might I feel like, like that. Yeah. that reaction though is like, oh, you're attracting too much attention. I feel like that's the only one that was actually like, okay. I feel like that's on the right amount of level. That's yeah. fair. Exact. That's the only that's one that fair. felt like. Yeah. But her character persona. Like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. over the top. It was exactly. overflowing. I did, you know what? I found funny too when she's like hugging her and she goes like this and her boobs like either on her head. She's all, you know, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what was but that? You, was that a good boob or no, something? No, did you notice the change? Yeah. yeah. So at first, when she hugs her, when she's sober, right? Yeah. She's like a little bit awkward because her boobs were in her face. Yeah. But then at the end, when she's drunk, mm-hmm. she's like basically motorboating yeah, them. Yeah, everyone's yeah. like, yeah, look, it's a good boob, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it probably is. I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> All right. Very firm. <laughs> right? Very strong. <laughs> there we go. There, there's another mark. Uh, <laughs> we're, getting, we're, getting off, we're getting taken off the air. <laughs> but that's it. It's, it's that one feature that yeah. was brought out in this episode mm-hmm. specifically is that Jen is now starting to enjoy Yeah her life as a Hulk Mm -hmm. with that said, that satisfaction usually doesn't last that long, especially for, you know, our heroes and any show or any comic book. Mm -hmm. Cause the, in the episode, I was watching it late at night and I nodded in and out. How did Tatiana get to the wedding? She got invited. She She got invited. Yeah. Who invited her? She was invited by a date. Uh, She was, yeah. Yeah. She weaseled her way in to basically publicly humiliate her, which didn't really make that much sense because at the end of the day she was the one humiliated because that's yeah. the because her her teeth her got, veneers her veneers yeah. came out yeah mm-hmm. well so. that was the plot of the story that's <laughs> but so what was the point of trying to hulk her out why can't she just take her out that yeah I get what you mean now because she already had kicked her already beaten her in like the first episode exactly it's like do so. you want to get beaten again or something and yeah. at the end of it. When she couldn't beat her and publicly humiliate her, she trips on ice and cracks her veneers? Yeah. Like, True. she's supposed to be, like, the overarching villain, and they don't know what to do with her. It's like a doofus. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. Which yeah. is fine. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind that. Yeah. A platypus? <laughs> <laughs> Jen Walters? Oh, my uh, God. It's She-Hulk. One thing I did like is how uh, Jen Walters is like, of course I'm going to show up to the wedding as She-Hulk. Yeah. Like, I'm going to finally embrace it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, she gets confident. Yeah. yeah. With that, the end of the episode shows, basically, I think it's kind of alluding that Josh is secretly trying to trick her so that this group can basically take her blood. Yeah. Seems yeah. Like it. Some, I don't know. Maybe that was the thing. Someone wants to take her, her a sample of her blood. Yeah. Because... Like we said, it has uh, healing factors in it that is very universal. Yeah. That it helped Bruce out very well. And that mm-hmm. anyone else, they, they could do a lot with it. They mm-hmm. can either replicate it or they can use it for something else. Yes. Something bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably not going to like the next episode because that needle was A little gross. thick. It was a little, a little thick. A little thick. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> I mean, it's got, it's, it's got, it's, it's, it's got to penetrate some Hulk skin. Uh, so. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. No, I'm good. Yeah. I don't even like No, I'm not going to think about it. Let me think about something else. So. It's like this thick. Stop. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Stop. So, 
I will say that stop. <laughs> I will say that the other aspect that I liked about this episode was that it finally gave us that very sexy, confident She-Hulk, mm-hmm. which I think was missing. And I didn't realize how much of it it was missing. Well, in the it would show. be a 180 if she did it right on the spot. Exactly. As but she was turning. But know. it's interesting because you don't, at least for me, yeah. I didn't realize it was missed that much. Yeah. Because now that she's confident, she's walking around in that dress and she's showing off her body and everything I'm like, like that, I'm like, yeah. It, it, it like unlocks something in you, right? Well, yeah. sure. But your search history changed a bit after that episode. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it did for me. <laughs> there, suddenly there was a tent pitched. <laughs> no, but what I meant was like, you know how in the comic book she's written to aesthetically fit that demeanor? Like yeah. she's that sexy, flirty mm-hmm. Hulk. Mm-hmm. We get that in the show. No, we get that, yeah. Which is really cool. Like, mm-hmm. we get to see that. And she's finally embracing it. For me, the happy part is that Jen is finally accepting who she is. She's still got to work on a lot of different things. Yeah. But I do hope that they bring that into that next episode. Mm-hmm. And that we don't kind of push on that fact anymore. She's happy. Stop let dwelling her be. on it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. work on the Hulk aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I want. Now we get to see her be a superhero, I think. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts before we wrap up this issue? Um, I hope. I mean, this is. I don't want to sound like a total Marvel fanboy. I hope we get to see Daredevil in the next episode. Yeah, that'd be cool. I wish. Be right. But we'll see. We'll see. I think at this point, there's three episodes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show isn't doing well. They need the ratings. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's at thirty at thirty eight percent for an audience score, but uh, that's but the audience. I, that's the thing about these stupid audience scores is that the sh- I, I look at this show. Are you I saying don't like the haters see a problem with stop it. watching it now? Like, I think it's the whole. It's the whole. I'm. I feel like it's the Marvel has had a really hard time pleasing on the women superhero aspect of things, for whatever reason. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know why had it becomes like for certain an issue, things, right? It becomes a real issue, yeah, which yeah, is weird. Yeah, like, because like you've had fleshed out characters like yeah. Black Widow, obviously, and Scarlet even Yelena, Witch. who yeah, you know, who's who are properly fleshed out, and uh, Hawkeye is being fleshed out, mm-hmm. um, and even Wanda, and even Miss Marvel, who felt properly fleshed out. Yeah, it's like since Captain Marvel, there's been this r- like domino effect of every superhero woman that comes in is an issue mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense like apparently we have to critique that yeah so it's it's this aspect of comic book readers that they don't want to admit that what they read can translate to movies or film or t- or tv shows right yeah it doesn't translate well here's the thing people that complain about tits on screen are the same people that will buy those same tits in comic books. Yeah. There is no reason why your complaint should be the sexualization of She-Hulk in this show is annoying when it happens in the books and yeah. you're okay with that there. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other thing. Miss Marvel and She-Hulk, they're both getting bad audience score reviews, right? Yeah. I will say that I'm enjoying She-Hulk more than I'm enjoying Miss Marvel. Even though Miss Marvel was good, it was on a separate tier. Yeah. The thing is that Miss Marvel was generic at a long running story and there was nothing special in between every episode this show has something special in between every episode yeah it's unique and it's different even this fluff episode was okay mm-hmm. it wasn't I, bad it wasn't bad it was okay yeah right Just, it was there's more, been a lot worse no that's the thing as yeah. there was as of like shows or even just stevie tan standards in general mm-hmm. when you have an episode like that i feel like you know 
you either have to have a good character growth, which they did, or just tell a good story. If you're going to do a fluff episode, that's not going to progress the narrative at yeah. all. At least, I mean, anime does that all the time, you know, but at least certain episodes are really good because you get a good story. Exactly. This one had a good story, you the, know, and the, character growth. The problem I see with this mm-hmm. show is that it's not, it's not relatable to the group of people that are highly invested in Marvel. Which I understand. Yeah. Right? You want to aim your big stuff to the people that are willing to spend the money on you. Right? Because this group of people, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing that kind of happens with video games. Mm -hmm. Like, why are publishing companies or developing companies, like, working on super easy walkthroughs for people that are complaining about, you know, identification or representation in video games Mm -hmm. when they don't even pick up the video games themselves? They want to be represented in a game that they don't play. It's this long running, you know, Mm -hmm. discussion, argument, debate, whatever you want to call it, that has existed over years. The same argument is present here in Mm She-Hulk. It's not aimed towards me. I don't like it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But you have the smaller group of people that can relate to this, who have watched the Marvel shows. My fiance is one of those. She's a clear example of it. She's seen Iron Man all the way up to now. Mm -hmm. She is a dedicated decade-long you know fan of the mcu mm-hmm. she watches the show and her face brightens up because she can relate to jen walter she mm-hmm. can relate to she hulk and she can relate to the situations mm-hmm. which is good unless i hear a good argument i don't buy this that people don't like the show mm-hmm. i need a good argument yeah you need uh, a valid point yeah you know because a lot of the the flat the criticisms that this one got is that there was no daredevil it's like that's not a legitimate argument because yeah. it's like how are you gonna critique an episode not being good because it didn't have an episode because it didn't have a character. Yeah. Let's say it, Daredevil was in this episode. Mm-hmm. Where does his arc make sense in this episode? Mm-hmm. Nowhere. Nowhere. So there's no way to say this show this episode is bad. Mm-hmm. This specific episode. I would have been this mad sh- if they did put Daredevil in here just as like oh yeah it was a Jen's date yeah to the wedding mm-hmm. and I'm like well why specifically. Matt. Why? What makes him so special? Yeah. What? Why would Matt be in LA? Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you didn't explain why he was in LA, and you didn't explain how they met exactly, or if they know each other. See, again, it's hard to put in that character in this episode yeah. unless you would have introduced him earlier in the show, mm-hmm. which obviously they're not doing. They've yeah. only let us know that he's got a new designer, at least in LA, mm-hmm. who's designing his suits. That's it. Mm-hmm. You put Daredevil too early into the show, it becomes about him and not. Oh, absolutely. Jen Walters. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah, then you have a real outbreak of fans just like, it's funny. you know, like, oh, yeah, you told me Daredevil was in the first episode, and then, like, we see him, but he, nothing happens to him ever since. Like, how come we're not getting more Daredevil and stuff? So you have fans complaining that they're not getting enough. Absolutely. It was funny because Soups recently came out and said the worst thing that Marvel did was announce that Daredevil was in this show. And people were, like, dragging him for it. Mm-hmm. because of the fact it's like dude you've made your your content solely off of marvel big moments like mm-hmm. it, you're the people who would have been upset soups is a tiktoker yeah a yeah. comic book tiktoker on tiktok that's all i'm gonna say i i have my own opinion about him but mm-hmm. um you don't like him no i don't just, I, it's he, not that i don't care for the content he makes so if okay. uh if the yeah. content he uh, makes like a straw hat whatever kind of like that yeah. but i respect straw hat now because he's more of like he's aware that fans see him for what how he is and and i respect that he's his content you know because he puts it out himself he doesn't he's not asked by anyone to do it he's not forced to do it he puts out his own opinion yeah i i give him respect for that soups though 
solely plays on the fact that I'm going to talk about this big moment and put in my opinion about it, which mm. even it's going to be one of those ridiculous fan theories that he puts yeah. out there. And if he's not right, he gets pissed off for it. He starts critiquing because his own theories didn't come true. That's yeah. what he did for Endgame, and that's what he did for Multiverse of Madness. Uh, he did that for Kenobi. Oh, too. Kenobi. That's what it was. He got dragged listen. for Kenobi. You yeah. should listen to Keeping Up With The Nerds because we're like 99% <laughs> right. Like, yeah. All the time. Um, he, uh, uh. Uh, sorry. No. Uh, for for the Supes thing, all I'm going to say is he also puts out like like the, all theories that have been debunked, and it's like some of the – like, yeah – to end yeah. on this last note, right? Because this is potentially an argument that can come out. If we're playing on this fact that, you know, She-Hulk isn't interesting because it doesn't have Daredevil, there could be the argument that the same thing could have been said with Boba Fett. Boba Fett was not interesting until you brought in the Mandalorian. Which so true. Exactly. So why is that true there but not true here? Because the story of Boba Fett. Yeah. wasn't great. Yeah. Say it louder for the people in the back. The story of Boba Fett was flat. Boba Robert Fett? Rodriguez. It's flat. Hey, he's working yeah. on a new Spy Kids movie. That's not. And that's what he should stick to. <laughs> that's no, not offense. Good. No. no offense. No The last few Spy Kids movies weren't great. I know, but still, it's it. Look, three D game man, over. Let, <laughs> dude, it had freaking yeah. Frodo. What more do you want yeah. from it? <laughs> What do you want from a movie? Hey, Not dude. even Junie likes Game Over. He said that on TikTok. I know so he did. What? Yeah. He look, look, let's like... just get Spy Kids Escape from Dream Island or whatever it is. <laughs> Spy Kids Escape Room. <laughs> <laughs> Spy Kids Strikes Back. But what were you saying? So I think, uh, no, 100%. I'm going to piggyback off of Renee. Yeah. I don't think Boba Fett is a standalone character. No. Like, yeah. like it, he's that... good to support. He's not good to lead. That yeah. and you've had the way that season two of Mandalorian ended had both Disney and Lucas films really worried of the future of Mandalorian. You write off Baby Yoda, you write off your cash gab, and yeah. then like you're like, okay, how do we? No, that's true though. How do we bring back so we can keep making fans can come back and watch it? How do we, we make can, money? How do we make more money? How do we even though Baby Yoda's not going to be little plushy? Because because uh, honestly, when they when when you see Baby Yoda right off with Luke, do you ever expect we're going to see Baby Yoda again? Absolutely I wish not. We didn't. Absolutely not. <laughs> I wish we never saw that little dude again. But you, but Disney or Lucas was like, no, we can't. We I need, hope we need to bring him back. At Disney kills him off. And Nobody's gonna. The thing is, though, is I that would. you're not gonna have fans excited to Disney go see. Relay. You're not gonna have fans excited to see Baby Yoda again in season yeah. three of Mandalorian. You know because, how we bring him back? Huh? Force ghost him. Force ghost him. <laughs> <laughs> hey little guy. <laughs> no, I get you. Yeah, it's the thing. And yeah. so then they had to kind of like piggyback off a of book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And yeah. just be like, okay, we gotta we gotta bring back hope to yeah. the to the fans and stuff. So you write this little arc of mando like three episodes just solely solely about mando yeah and baby yoda we never see anything about boba fett at all yeah, like, yeah. not even like the whole thing when he's on like taking care of business it's just like a stalemate yeah right there. we pause and we keep going guys hold up hold up we're gonna we gotta focus on this story real quick yeah. just give us like a couple days boba you got 30 seconds uh, the last thirty seconds of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even Boba. It's it's uh, Finnick that, that comes yeah. in. Finnick's oh yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah. Boba has a proposition for you and stuff. Or something yeah, like that's that. right. 
then the last uh, episode they're like it's cool it's again robert Rodriguez. i i don't blame him fully but i feel like he doesn't he's more of like oh i'm all for like making it look cool and action scenes and stuff like that yeah. story-wise I think, i'm just gonna be, okay story-wise we're just gonna grab these toys and just put them in there yeah <laughs> i think explosion there, explosion there. <laughs> yeah. i think she hulk did it right because they gave us the known character right at the beginning yeah in hulk and yeah. they wrote him off quickly. Yeah. And they've allowed Jennifer Walters to develop. Yeah. And we bring in another character. We bring in Wong for two episodes. Yeah. We bring in another fan favorite. Like, people already recognize and can Here resonate with. Here is the interesting fan favorite yeah. characters that you all know, but they're not going to be the crutch for Jen Walters' yeah. development. Yeah. They can't be. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. There's because no, they're not on that level. There's no, like, Wong episode in no. She-Hulk. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to see what Wong's doing this whole entire episode and then have She-Hulk in at the end of it. In the it's beginning. interesting you say it that way because Jen was the one helping out. Bruce was helping Jen get used to the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end, she ended up kind of helping out Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. And Jen was the one helping out Wong. Mm-hmm. With his dilemma about magic use and stuff That's like that, thing, yeah, and abomination. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. See, now you see as yeah. a show, you're kind of like, okay, they're doing a smart way of getting you into this character. Yes, I by agree bringing with that. in these characters that you already recognize and you've already seen, and we're just seeing like the back and forth kind of. Yeah. Fun. I love the dialogue between wong and jen mm-hmm. you know i love seeing bruce and jen talk yeah you know and that's why i'm excited after the show ends i'm excited to see her expand more in the cinematic universe like i want to see her talk to miss marvel i want to see her talk to moon knight or i want to see her talk to like hawkeye yeah i yeah. feel like she she'll integrate very well into this universe yeah all right well we got to wrap up the yeah. show because we're already hitting that hour 35 now. Yeah. Hopefully we get Madison back, you know, Madison <laughs> with the Y, but it's Wong-er. not really a thing. <laughs> hey, Wonger. I want to see her in Doctor Strange 3. Like, oh, I want to see Strange react to Madison. She's, she's Doctor, the Doctor Strange? Wongers, you didn't tell me that this is Your Doctor friend? Strange's friend. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you He's like to drink? not as hot as he looks in photos. Yeah. <laughs> all right guys ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for joining us here at keeping up with the nerds issue 116 just a reminder you guys can check us out on our website at keeping up with the nerds.com find us on youtube at keeping up with the nerds for the visual portion of this podcast if adam's phone worked correctly then you should be able to see me my (laughs) phone always works after some editing (laughs) so you guys will see them Mm mm-hmm Check us out on YouTube. Follow us. Go subscribe. Click that notification button. Follow us on our socials as well. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our Real Addiction. Also on Keeping Up With The Nerds' YouTube channel. And you guys have your own podcast that also goes up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, anywhere you can get a podcast. Go rate them. Five stars as well as us. You guys can find us on any of those audio platforms as well. And follow our Real Addiction socials as well. You have no, really quick, you guys have no idea how much liking and sharing actually does for Help. us. Helps. It helps. It, it gets it out, pushed out more into further mm-hmm. demographics. We got a big November plan for you guys, so. Oh, that's keep, right. Yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, Let's wrap this up. All right. Renee, take us away. This has been Keep It Up With Nerds, issue 116. My name is Renee. This is Brian. I'm Nick. And signing off from Under City Comics. We'll see you all next time.